Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 54, running a little bit late as usual. Sometimes things happen. Uh, we'll let you guys know exactly why it is that we're a little late, but we got a big pack show ahead of you guys. We have a lot to break down. The Nakaksa game that we just witnessed, the uh, Atlas game, our opener in the in the Clausura 2018, 2019, excuse me, and uh, both of those games ending in a victory for our team, but a lot to break down from that game. Of course, then we'll be talking about the upcoming match against Pachuca, our home opener for the year. And then, of course, a lot of things going on in the world of the ladies soccer as well. And we have trivia as well as our 500 follower giveaway. My goodness, we have a packed, packed show. I'm excited. And as always, following me along this journey are my wonderful, wonderful co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo. And coming back from his long week away at Las Vegas, Mr. Cowboy Dan. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm doing good, man. I'm very excited to um, announce everything today. Super, super exciting. Cowboy Dan, back from Las Vegas. I told everyone that you were out there doing your thing. Uh, also, a, a spiritual journey in, in essence as well. So hopefully you found everything you were looking for. I'll tell you what, that beer went down smooth. Did it? It did. Now, funny much. enough, the week that you were gone, our profit went down in our bank account by like 17%. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Let's just go on with the show. I want to talk about what I lost. <laughs> was it a lot? Because because now I can't dispose that. Because now I'm interested, so now you're gonna have to tell me. Let's put it. Ivan, why don't we Why don't we go ahead and start with the Nikak? Uh, not the yeah, the Nikaksa game tonight. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> All right, you know what? Trying to, ru- trying to run it already. Well, uh, we got a lot a lot of things to announce. We got a lot of things to talk about. We'll we'll discuss about why Dylan has to work now three double time overtime on the podcast because of his adventures at Vegas. But that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk to you guys about everything that happened this week with America. And then, of course, uh, we got ladies on the board as well. They started off pretty well in uh, their home opener against Toluca, which uh, I believe we all watched, gentlemen, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes. Watch as much as I could. Very interesting, of course. Very interesting. Okay, gentlemen, let's kick things off. Like Dylan said, we're going to talk about this Nekaxa game only because it's fresh and it's what everyone's going to be talking about right now. America goes on into Aguascalientes and beats Nekaxa 2-1, to but I will tell you this much. I will tell you this much. Everything changed in that match after Nekaxa received the red card, and I promise you that if that red card doesn't happen, America probably doesn't even walk away with a point. Yes, I can agree with that 100%. We looked um, headless, confused, without an idea how to play in that match. Dylan? Yeah, I mean, I mean I most definitely do. It's a young, it's a young squad. Um, yeah, I think I think there's some. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to agree with this, but I definitely agree with y'all. But I think there can be some argument made. You know that these are some of the canteras, the babies. But you know, at the same time, you know, you think they know how to play together. Um, I just, I just feel like uh, it's a different pace and a different level. Go with Mekis between them playing the U23 league. So I mean, uh, there's some argument there, but then again, there's really no excuses too. I mean, you had some some quality players starting alongside them too to lead them, and it just didn't work. All right, let's 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 give a recap to the people that maybe are joining us and weren't able to watch that game. Uh, let's let's break down the lineup. All right, let's see who Dylan. Do you got the lineup? Uh, uh, handy there, or do you do you need me to find it? I need you to find it, sir. Oh my goodness, I don't even know where it's at right now. <clears throat> Nobody knows where it's at. Okay, I'm, so I'm lineup was um, 
What? You got it? Yeah, I got it. Do you do you want to say it, though? No, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh Oscar Jimenez in goal, and then uh, we had Jorge Sanchez on the right, Luis Reyes on the left, and the center back partnership was Bruno Valdez with Carlos Vargas, a name we haven't heard in a while. Mm-hmm. In the midfield, you had um <clears throat> Excuse me. You had Guido Rodriguez with uh, Tony Lopez out wide. You had um, Clemente alongside Quintero. And then up top, you had Henry Martin with uh, everyone's favorite, Itzal Runde. And that was the lineup. It was technically literally a 4-4-2, something we maybe haven't seen in a while as well. And then, um, I mean, coming into this matchup, you would understand that we were going to use a lot of youngsters. But it, no one really stood out besides maybe Tony Lopez in the sense. And, and he kind of, we already knew what he he was capable of delivering and i would say that he delivered what we expected and nothing more and nothing less no okay hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna go off a little bit here because I, I do have a question does does the copa mekis with the players that we played does that go toward the a thousand minutes that we need to get isn't it before separate the season? they're two separate separate, two separate things i'm pretty sure yeah okay yeah. okay I, I just wanted to be sure i wanted to clarify that in case anybody else is wondering that Perfect. Okay. Now, you know um, what the, the situation here was, and then throughout the whole game, throughout the first and the second half, it, I couldn't believe myself when I said this out loud, and I was like, wow, we really miss Linus right now. In a Copa Amekis match against Nakaxa, for me to be saying that, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can agree with that because I think that's something that um, – Especially the uh, Bioho puts him in, uh, despite the fact that you know he's a starter. I think we would have saw him start against uh, Atlas too, uh, regardless of the fact. But um, but still, you know, it's kind of like you said. You know, you have Bruno Valdez on the field. You have Guido on the midfield. Um, I think you can make an argument for Henry too. I mean, these are these guys that you're supposed to show the leadership and to you know guide these guide the kids, especially the babies, into doing what to do. Other than that, they just seem lost. Everywhere too. It really didn't seem like they have no structure going going down through the whole ninety minutes. No, understood, understood. And mm-hmm. and now, here's the thing: a lot of people on on Twitter and a lot of people on social media are kind of bashing America for trying to bring in a replacement for Diego Linus. When they're like, you know what, you got the cantera. Why don't you push someone forward? Bring some of the babies. Come forward. And tonight is a perfect example as to maybe why we need someone. In line of spot, maybe the one, maybe the babies that we have aren't a hundred percent ready, and there's no need in in wasting an opportunity to fill and and bolst your squad, and then you know, and and then rather bring in someone else that can that can take over Linus's spot fairly quickly, and maybe is a little bit more talented at the moment than to maybe put all your chips on the line for for someone, for example, like Clemente or Quintero, who by the way, Quintero had a shocking, horrible game. I mean. Horrible, completely terrible. From really, this you think so? It was that bad? I think in the first half he. I didn't think it was that in, bad. In the second I, half, he 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 shut off completely. Uh, mm-hmm. but in the first half, I thought he kind of you know. In the first half, he was in there. He was in there. Well. Yeah, he was in there. He opened up very well, but you know what he couldn't do? He couldn't adapt to his marker. His markers are smart mares, by the way. All right, <laughs> maybe someone me and Dylan joke around as being the goat, but if we're being all serious. I, you should be able to adapt to a marker like Osmar Mares and be right. able to go past him. The fact that he wasn't able to do so and he was in his pocket for the rest of the match, that's what worried me. That's what concerned me. Right. The, the kid wasn't smart enough to get out of that situation. Makes yeah. me think he's probably not ready yet for this uh, for the big leagues. As Dylan was saying, there's you know big, huge difference between a Copa Mekis match, granted, away 
in Aguas Calientes than mm-hmm. going up against the U23s. No, definitely. And I think that brings yeah. up your point where, you know, America should really look into bringing in another replacement for Landis because, like you said, these um these two wingers that we had today um didn't really give a, give a best performance. Definitely. Definitely. It's interesting to see what people have been saying in the comments and then and, and on the live chat right now, how, the, how they think about this game, whether or not, uh, you know, they, they liked it. Of course, I don't think anyone's really going to say that America deserved the win. I think we maybe scraped by with what we were given at the moment yeah. and, you know, we'll take it. Yeah. I mean, it was I such mean, a poor game. Even Guido Rodriguez looked poor. Yeah. He looked shaky, missed passing, uh, Players getting by him. It was a very non-Guido like out there. It was a very poor performance. It was very, very um below the bar. Uh, but yet still America walks away with a very decent result. Um call it luck if you want, whatever you want to say, put the blame all in the Kaksa player. At the end of the day, you know what? You got the three points, walk with it, learn, and know that you're not that you that you didn't play your best game. And you know, especially for those youngsters, you you have to realize that this is your opportunity. Take yeah. it by the scruff mm-hmm. of the neck and run with it. I mean, look, Tony Lopez had a good game. He would have had a phenomenal game if some of if some of his shots went in. I mean, two really good opportunities that he almost scored. Both of them went wide. Mm-hmm. But you look at this and you say, you know what? This I would put all my faith in this kid at least out of everyone that played. It, it would be yeah. him. Yeah, definitely. Such a versatile player to think that we've seen him in almost all the positions possible. We've seen him at left back. We've seen him at center mid. We've seen him now at right mid, and we've seen him at left mid. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kids, I mean, the the kids building up a very good portfolio in that sense. So, I mean, yeah. he's someone to look look at, and uh, mm-hmm. you can tell that he's maturing and he's matured. and And I think if Piojo gives him, you know, more confidence, more time. Um, and if Cecilio does end up leaving, I think this is a player that we could definitely be looking at to maybe fill a role here and there. Now, I'm not saying he's perfect at all. I'm not saying he's the next Diego Linus. I, you know, there's been moments in, when he's even had games last year in the league uh, where he's kind of shut off during the second half. And that I think that was one of our biggest criticism of him was that the fact that he didn't, you know, play a full round game. Um, but I think, in this Copa Mekis game, he, he really demonstrated that he's he's ready to take it up a notch, and, yeah. and and I think that's important with these matches, especially. Well, I don't know what what do you guys think? You know, I, I feel like I've been doing most of the talking here. What do you guys think about uh, just in general the game and everything? Um, the game, uh, just like kind of like you said at the beginning, just just very poor to really go on. I, I think you bring up the point too that uh the uh, Nikaxa get that red card and the game changes and um. Uh, America scraped by with the win, especially with the PK. Um, Cecilio doing a good job taking that one, and then Cecilio again finding Henny Martinez for the second one. Um, you know, just just at the end of the day, as sometimes it just seemed like there was no end product. I mean, we, you talked about Quintero, Quintero, you know, doing decent, you know, in the first half. Then he kind of shut off in the second half, you know, getting pocketed by Osmar Maris, like you said. You know, we, it seemed like it was kind of creative, but at the end of the day, like there's no end product, so it was just very poor overall. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, man. Like you said, the opportunities. Tony Lopez has been given opportunities, and he's you know he's taking them. He's shown it. Herrera, okay, listen, I can play. You know, wherever you need me, I can play there. These other two kids in uh, in Clemente and Quintero, you know, like this was their chance. From what they showed today, they don't really convince me. And you know, I hope that Herrera gives them more time in the other Copa Mickey matches. You know, maybe to see if there was just a, a day off. But we need more from these kids because, like you said, at any given moment, we might need them, and they have to be ready. 
And you know what the crazy, <clears throat> again, excuse me. And you know what the crazy thing about this is that, you know, these two kids get an opportunity due to not the fact that it's just Copa Mekis, but the fact that we're low on players at the moment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this is what I'm, what I'm saying. You never know when you're, it's going to be your time to get up. Uh, to be uh, to play, get in the starting eleven, get a chance, you know. And when you do, you need to make uh, the best of it. And two players are actually doing that, and and one of them, so uh, a name we've been always saying that we'd hope that he takes his chances, and looks like he's finally doing so. Is uh, a good uh, a good man named uh, Henry Martin, someone who who looks like he's taking his opportunities, and we'll we'll discuss that more right now when we when we break down the Atlas game, of course. Uh, but he gets a goal. Uh, a very quiet game from him, as well as the Atlas game. Uh, but like the commentator said, when the moment was given, when the situation was present, he came out on top and again scores himself a goal. Almost had himself a wonderful Chilena, by the way. Almost, yes. Phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal acrobatics from him. And then um, just his whole time was very quiet. Uh, whenever he did kind of run and try to chase the ball, never really worked out for him. Uh, but when he needed to be the poacher in the box, you know, two times now, he's been he's been able to do it. So, uh, you know, a, a bit of fortune, it looks like, is following Henry Martin. And hopefully he can ride the way because, you know, if in doubt America can't get the transfer negotiations for our new striker uh, done, then, I mean, I think we'd all prefer Henry Martin to be at the at, at the at the helm of it, you know, if he's in form. Right, right, exactly, exactly, and it's just real confidence boosting for him, especially like um what uh Kevin Perez said in the comments. You know, Dominguez and Martinez scoring in both first games of twenty nineteen. I mean, I know we're talking about Henry here, but shoot, man, you know you, you see him score against Atlas, you see him score now against the Gaxa. I mean, going forward, you know, it's just confidence booster. Uh, this I, is exactly what we were saying. And I'm sorry to cut you off, Christian. This, no, that was fine. the other play that I that I was going to. But, but go ahead, Christian. Go. No, it's like it's funny how you say about Henry <laughs> Martin. You know, I think his biggest problem is uh, is con- consistency. You know, we we know he can score when given the right moment and at the chance. But it's can you do it every game or at least try to do it every game? Because you know you have a game where like this one where he scores a goal and now you put him in next game and you know he's walking around like a ghost for 90 minutes. So. I think it's. I think for Henry, is trying to find that consistency, and I think that's when you'll see the best of him. Definitely, definitely. And we'll talk a little bit more about Henry Martin along the way because I think he's going to be a name that's going to be uh, being heard a lot about this week for America, and of course here in the podcast as well. Uh, but just to kind of sum it up and wrap it up, this Nakaxa game, I think it's just. I, I, I was watching it the whole time, and I, it just felt like one of those games where you thought, okay, if America doesn't walk away with a victory here, then. It's okay. It shouldn't be okay, and <laughs> and it probably wouldn't be okay. But would you have felt like, oh, it's ready to time to kick Piojo out if America no. would have lost this game? Of course no. not. No, right? No, of course and not. And maybe, maybe, maybe as a fan base, we would give a number of excuses as to why we lose this game, right? You, you know what? The youngsters weren't ready. It was an away game. It's difficult, blah, 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 blah. Whatever the situation may be, right? We, mm-hmm. there, there was always going to be some some excuse at the helm of it, you know? And, and if America walked away with a draw, then we would have seen it and we would try to flip it on its head and say, you know what? This isn't the best result, yes, but it's not the worst result either. You still get something out of it. But now America gets this victory, right? America gets this victory, gets three points, levels up with Nakaxa. And I think it's fair to say that we did one. We didn't deserve it. That's, that's out, out the window already. We didn't deserve that win. Two, we're very fortunate. And three, we need to build on this. And that's mm-hmm. it. You know. And then it's funny enough, all those three situations. The only negative one is is us winning this game. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a scrappy win. You know, it's. 
But but what did we say at the beginning at uh, last podcast, Christian? That it didn't matter as how you won, but that you win. That, that, that you, you win, start yes. off the season winning, mm-hmm. right? We said we take a scrappy yeah. win over a convincing draw. Yeah, I and, think now. Mm-hmm. Think now. I think because last season, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because last season I said that I'd rather prefer, you know, us play like ha- have an idea how to play and I guess lose and I'll be okay. But now I just don't care how we play as long as we get the win, we get the win. Because it's built yeah. built confidence, right? Yeah. In the sense we've seen, especially this now at this at this point of the season, you know, where we don't have a full squad yet. You know, playing with youngsters, trying to fit them in here and there, a win's a win in my in my book for right now. Definitely, and and if we wanted a game in which our players could maybe hiccup, a player like Guido Rodriguez could have an off night. You it's know, today, a player like that. You wanted it to be today, right? It's today, rather today. So you were okay with it. So so inside you were like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Get this out the way. Yeah, and then definitely. boom, rebound, get back to it on top. Mm-hmm. Now we got three points to go along with it. But at the end of the day, I think it's it's important that we have these kind of games where you can just shake it all off and then keep going back into the rhythm that you were being. There you go. Dylan, anything else you want to say before we close out this little segment? Nope, said it perfectly. All you can do now is just take this and build. Perfect, perfect. Christian? Like you just said, uh, just – Take this and build from it and hope the youngsters uh, show up more in the next game. Definitely, definitely. Well, America walks away with three points, 2-1 against Nakax and Aguascalientes. And that is that. Copa Mekis will return next week on Wednesday when America hosts uh, San Luis, correct? Yes. We hope, yes. yes. That should be interesting. At- and then after Atletico that, San Luis. Atletico San Luis, because Atletico now San they're San a different club, even though they yes. pretend that just they just put Atletico, they, they're something else. But... um. That should be interesting to see as well. That one's going to be Wednesday, so we will be talking about that. Not next podcast, but the podcast afterwards. So uh should be interesting to see how the, the boys cope with that, especially at home game. You would imagine the team is ready to to showcase in every, uh, every way and form. So, gentlemen, let's talk about the league now. America debuted in the Clausura last Friday night against Ooh. Atlas away at the Estadio Jalisco. America walked away with yet another 2-1 victory yes. in uh, in the Estadio Jalisco against a very good opposition. I will say this, Atlas did play a very good game. It was not the Atlas everyone was expecting. You know, It was not the Atlas where we were going to roll over and just completely steamroll them. It was a good Atlas. It was a good Atlas that looked like they knew what they were playing to, that defended very well, especially in set pieces, and that oh, yeah. went out to play and and you know chase the game against America. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, I think America lacked a lot of, uh, I guess, play. Like they, they they didn't look like the championship side. They yeah, looked very rusty at, at at points of the game. We looked very. Uh, very cold in, in, in some manners. And and they look like the players were trying to find their rhythm after, you know, that vacation that they had. But, but what does that say that when you come out of a, you know, vacation like that, you come away and you go your first games away, by the way, no easy matchup whatsoever mm-hmm. uh, to go out and get three points on the road in your first matchup, defending your title. Gentlemen, what do you have to say? Overall? Yeah, what you know? Ninety minutes go by. Final whistle blows. What are you? What are you feeling? What are you thinking? Y'all gonna laugh, but I, th- I already told you this, Ivan. I think you know I'm gonna say. It, but the way the way the performance was overall as a team, I look at it as like a slab of ribs. And what I mean by that is that it's good because ribs are very good, but it gets sloppy, and that's how I felt <laughs> the team played Friday night. It's like like a slab yeah. of ribs. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah I can agree to that. 
But I think, like you said, it was our first game of the season. You know, not to that should be an excuse or anything, but you know, try to get the rhythm of things. Um, I think the team did progress as the game was going on. I think they started playing a little bit better. You know, connecting passes more, a little bit of creativity. But I think that was the main point, Ivan. I think creativity was lacking this game. Definitely, definitely. Um, so we have a couple of uh, you know talks about Atlas game. Uh, our good friend, Mister Chicken. Biscuit says, I feel like we all knew oh, Atlas. if anyone was going to score for Atlas, it was going to be Osvaldo Martinez. And what uh, a golazo. A golazo himself. Uh, you know, we have the whole chicken trinity out here today. Glad to see you guys all come by. Thank um, you. No, are we missing one? Nope. Oh, no, 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 Biscuit, no. We got chicken nugget and we got chicken little. So they're all here, ready mm -hmm. to go, present. And accounted for beautiful as well as a good friend Gerardo mm -hmm. Alvarado, uh, Miguel Layun. We hope that is the real Miguel Layun. If not, then we still welcome you aboard. Hello, <laughs> our good friend, uh, Mr. Kevin Perez. Everyone, welcome, welcome. And anyone, of course, of you watching and listening on either SoundCloud or iTunes, thank mm -hmm. you so much. Uh, so let's let's break down this Atlas game real quickly and then sure, let's talk up? about what worked for America and let's talk about what didn't. Um, okay. you know, let's focus a little bit on the positive and then we'll get negative since we all love to get negative when it comes to America. Um, <laughs> I, I think what worked phenomenal was that, uh, Guido Rodriguez and Anton Alvarez partnership. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it showed just, they picked up uh, where they left off at against Cruz Azul. You know, they, I guess they just understand each other. You know, they complement each other very well. It brings out the best in both of them. Dylan, you saw this game and, and. And I, I want you to give me your intake on that partnership because it's one thing that you talked about all last season was how crucial the midfield battle was for America going up into that championship round. And um, and now that you see it flourish with Mateo Soribe and now with Edson Alvarez, how do you feel about it? Oh, I feel good. I feel really good about it. You know, it's just going to suck, you know, uh, what's going to happen when Mateo Soribe comes back, you know. Um no telling what's going to happen because uh, then again, you know, you have Aguileta, you got Bruno, and you got Edson, you know, who's going to start at those three, or you're going to slot him back into the midfield and what's going to happen with Uribe. Um, but seeing it, seeing it Friday night, I thought it was very, very good. Just, man, just left me speechless, really. Um, really, you know, just kind of like Christian said, it's coming off of that Cruz Soul game too. It's like it never even – left that partnership it's like like they're understanding each other they know where, where each one's going to be and they got that space covered no matter what definitely definitely i think another uh another key i, I think our midfield just in general was very solid that game if you yeah. look at uh what renato ibarra did it, it wasn't the brightest of <laughs> games it, it wasn't the most spectacular of games either but i think what he did on and off the ball was exactly what you expected him to do very good work ethics and then you see on the other side Cecilio Dominguez actually you know whilst we criticize him a lot and 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 he, yes he had a lot of plays in which he he lost the ball but uh he <clears> took on a lot of players got himself in very good positions a lot of player a lot of people mad the fact that he missed with two very good opportunities um but you know says the good things about him finding himself in in those situations it's just a matter of him finishing them and um i, I think in regards to our four mid man midfield I, I think they were the highlight of our of our team in that sense it's like it's like I told you before we got on. Good Cecilio, bad Cecilio. Yeah, good Cecilio, bad Cecilio, yeah. and we literally had the perfect example again in that Atlas game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like, really, 
Really, really, that's all it was. I remember y'all, uh, y'all texting in the group saying, "I, I, I can't with Cecilia right now," and I couldn't either. And that, but, he, but like you said, like you said, Ivan, you see him take on those one or two players, and like you, you want to see this end product, but you just don't get it. And mm-hmm. it, it's just a mixture of that good Cecilia best like I was saying. Very inconsistent player. Very mm-hmm. consistent, but finding some consistency now, of course, yeah. in that Copa Mexico but, game we just talked about, he not only provided an assist, mm-hmm. but you know, also getting himself a goal and a goal. penalty. Which, a penalty. let's be honest, I was I didn't have that much faith. I mean, if I guess out of the eleven that were out there, I think Cecilia was the guy to take it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. um, but we'll talk more about him if we discuss any uh any transfer updates because um we could that could have been Cecilia's last game today. It could have, it could have, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit uh in a little bit. But I think if you want to look at America's game against Atlas, the fact mm-hmm. that our midfield did very well, the highlight of the game was our midfield, um because if we recall back to Henry Martin's goal. Who's the player that's pressuring Atlas? And who's the player that forces that turnover? Renato Ibarra. Correct, Renato Ibarra. Again, didn't have the, the, the most spectacular game, but he did what he had to do, and he did it very well. And, of course, that led to Henry Martin picking up the ball. By the way, got very fortunate in that goal. Extremely fortunate. He could rebounded off, I think, the defender's foot, then off the goalkeeper, megged himself, and then it found its way burly into the corner of the net. It's in, it's in. It's and yeah, and yeah that, that that's the important part. But you know, that that's why I'm saying Henry Martin is kind of followed by this luck right now, and he needs to learn how to ride the wave and yeah, find some consistency, like we've mm-hmm. been mentioning. But um, but like I said, you know, the, the midfield I think is an A plus performance in, in mm-hmm. the sense that everyone else did very poorly. Um you know, now we'll talk. Now we'll go on and we'll talk about the negatives because I think there was a lot, a lot of more negativity to take away from this game than positives. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off at the defense. I think we looked very shaky whenever Atlas did come and attack us. We looked uh, a bit out of shape in in the sense that we didn't know what our positioning was. Sometimes I felt that Aguilera was uh, was off. Bruno Valdez kind of had difficulty holding the line. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the only one that kind of stood out for me was Paul Aguilar. I mean, even Georgie Sanchez had a terrible night. You know. I, I think Georgie Sanchez had he had such a poor night that Miguel Herrera took him out. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know the Atlas defenders, the Atlas attack was consistently beating him. Mm-hmm. Was was consistently getting behind him. Uh, he he just looked didn't look himself. Yeah. You know? no, I, I would not. say that he had a much better game against Necaxa this game than he did against Atlas, and he didn't have the most brightest game against Necaxa either. So. Mm-hmm. I, should we be worried about Sanchez? I don't think so. No. I no. think it's just I I don't know beginning of the season type of things. Um, well, a interesting question, interesting thing that you bring up in Atlas, he played left back, but Nakaxa said he played right back. You know, it's that kind of versatility player that we have in Jordi Sanchez. But uh, you saying the little bit off performances? I think we should just you know not be too too concerned i think um i think he'll be better by saturday i hope so because i really don't want this kid to be a one season wonder oh definitely not that'd no. be a shame no and and, and you know to, to be honest you know i don't know if y'all talked about this on the last podcast but you know at times you know i was kind of thinking to myself you know you know this is our strongest lineup we have at the moment and 
still, I know it could have been a little better, but you still kind of sense that shakiness that you're going to get from this team, no matter what, because what actual preseason do you have leading up to the club suitor? I mean, cause the, the, the team won the championship and then on vacation. And then, you know, you have that one preseason family friendly against Santos in Houston. And then what else? I mean, you don't really have nothing else to look forward to other than, other than just that one. And so, you know, I feel like there's going to be repercussions in the teams not going to have, not necessarily that that same championship attitude. I guess I was trying to I'm trying to get at, because it's it's gonna get thrown off a little bit, and I think that's kind of what we expected. But it's just the, the way it affected some players. It's not exactly what we expected because a lot of a lot of players went on their A game this game. No, yeah, definitely. Two things to take away from what what Dylan just said. Uh, one, he doesn't listen to the podcast whenever he's not on. Yeah, I was just and... about to say that. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the support, Dylan. I'm sorry. I didn't get to download it. It's all right. Uh-huh. It's not like I send him a copy every night, you know, saying, yeah. hey, you know what, here it is. But that's yeah, neither here nor there. Cowboy Dance, I guess, too busy making his money moves in Vegas. And two, uh, the fact that, yes, that was our best starting 11, and the fact that we kind of should have expected a performance like that, like what you were hinting at. Uh, because like uh, you looked at the bench, and you thought, well, what was the best possibility of someone coming in? And you thought, what, Insal Rulde? And funny enough, he was probably the biggest name in that bench that could come in. And he and, was first one on. And I yeah. and, and and I go to this because we have a question in the chat and it says, What do you guys think about Insalude? He says, I don't think he's good, but rather have him Ibarra. Wait, sorry, I, I'm reading this wrong. Can you guys read it? I don't have my glasses. What do you guys think about Insalude? I don't think he's I don't think he's good, but rather have him that's been here for six months already rather than someone who has has to come and adapt. There we go. I'm, I apologize for not being able to read that. I am like negative zero, negative five vision. How is that even possible? Don't ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a good question to have. Um, and then it's a question that they were posing this game too in the commentators. I don't know. Watching him play, it feels like he loves to play like, close with someone you know he likes to have make those short little passes short giving goes i don't think that position where he is playing suits him because i guess in that position he's you know he's supposed to be the one that scores the goals along with henry martin i think if i were a coach or or judging by the way he plays i think he would play better behind the striker not next to him if that makes sense no, I, I I see what you mean. And he does give off that sense that he does. I, I will say this. When America does uh when not so America, when Insal Rulde does step on the pitch, mm-hmm. um he wants to do what Menes does. Slow the tempo down a bit. Yes. Uh-huh. But he does it in a way that's not effective. Yes. Right? And he you looks lost, mean? just like Chicken Nugget said. He looks lost when he gets the ball. He looks like almost scared. Like he wants the ball, but when he gets it, he looks scared and like doesn't know what to do with the next. Like it's the little awkward like presence that you have when he has the ball. He's a good player. I'm not gonna say he's not because if he wasn't, he wouldn't have been a professional. But I, mean, I will say this much: he's not an America player. I, I was just about to say that. I think the commentator stated it perfectly. There are players that are. That are professional, yeah. but they're not meant to be America players, you know. Yeah, but Bon Samorano said it perfectly when he said, mm-hmm. you know, there's players for America and there's players that aren't. There's, Simple in, as that. In Soraldes is not a player for America. 
Nope. As of right now, because you never know, maybe next team he scores a hat trick and then we're all, you know, Insolado is the best. So as of right I'm now, I'm not he... trying to take a dig at uh, any of our friends, but I feel like he'd be a good Santos player. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that. I think he'd be more of a Veracruz player or Lobos no, Bob I player. No, I think Santos may be flourishing. I don't know why. I, I really don't know. I mean, I don't know. But uh, but he's here with us, and like Herrera said, you know, we're trying to relocate him, but we have him here, so we have to utilize, or we're gonna utilize him, you know. So there's that. Basically, like Brandon De La Torre says, in Inside Rulde we trust, and Inside Rulde we shall give our faith to. Mm. For now, but for now, for now. Um, but yeah, that that's that's kind of the wor- worrisome thing because it leads me to our my next big concern for the Atlas game was the attack. Oriol Peralta again. You know what the sad part thing thing is about Oriol Peralta is he's we're lowering the bar for him. We keep yeah. lowering the bar for him. Yeah. Before it was Oriol Peralta needs to score an X amount of goals. Then it was as long as Oriol Peralta can get five in the season, we're good. Mm-hmm. And then it's as long as he can score one or two. And then it's as long as he's running and 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 yelling and screaming. And now it just seems like as long as he's just on the pitch, that was a good enough game for Oriol Peralta. And, and that doesn't sit well with me. I, I feel like the expectations for Oriol Peralta keep lowering and we just keep accepting them. I mean, is that fair to say, Dylan? Dylan? Oh no, Dylan. Well, Dylan is gone. The first um technical difficulty of the season. Look at that. Dylan comes back <laughs> and right away he he uh, he has his own. Well, gen- okay. ladies and gentlemen, you guys know how this story goes. Dylan with a bit of technical difficulties, but I- I'll throw the question to you, Christian, in, sure, in that sense. Up? Is it fine? Is, is it okay? Is, is this acceptable that we have um you know that we that that we have these expectations lowered by Oriol Peralta. Like you said, it's um it's it's sad to see because I feel like, you know, Oriol Peralta, you know, he kills himself out there. You know, being a I don't want to 30, 34? somewhere around there, yeah. So okay, thirty to thirty four. Um, thir- being thirty to thirty four, killing himself. You know, running more than some of these players. You know, it it hurts you to see that. You know, everyone's just lowering his standards to an extent, like you say. Um, but let's just face it, man. It's just he's just not just not starting eleven caliber anymore for for America. And you know what the interesting thing about it is, because um, uh, I'm totally gonna butcher your name, Nahu Us or Os. I'm sorry, my friend. Uh, but he brings up a a pretty decent point. He says he's a club legend, though. So Peralta is fine. And yeah. is it fair enough to say that he's a legend? I wouldn't say a club legend, but let me I would you, I would say he would be remembered as a good America player. But let I me do- put let me put you in 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 this context now. Who is more of a legend in the club, Chucho Benitez or Rio Prada? Mm. I would say Chucho, but why? Well, look at uh, the records he has. You know, he was okay. top well, goal who- scorer. Oriyabara has never been a top goal scorer for us. Like, at least in the season, Chucho Benitez has. He's been top uh, Liga MX goal scorer. And Oribe hasn't with us. I, I, really? I, th- I thought he did. No, he's never been top goal scorer. The last top score we've had was Chucho Benitez. Okay. 
But who won more to- more titles? Yeah, you're right. Oribe Parata has. And 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 I wasn't trying to go against your argument. I was just trying no, to no, I was just definitely. trying to make the point no, definitely, to, yeah. to everyone that even though Oribe Parata has been here longer, even though Oribe Parata has given us more titles, mm-hmm. more goals in that sense. He is still behind Chucho Benitez. Definitely. Because Isn't I, that crazy to say? Yes. It is crazy because you would think, okay, this guy's giving us more titles. You know, he's been our captain for the longer, so he should automatically be a club legend, no? Um, more than Chucho Benitez, but that's not the case, though. But, At least in my opinion. Okay, so, so if that's the case, then why are we accepting the bar to lower for the Peralta? I mean, if I he we, isn't in that club legend sense, if if he is not a bigger name than Chucho Benitez, mm-hmm. then why is it okay that he that the 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 more the seasons go by and the lower that he's you know he he's giving us in regards to to performances, the more okay we're we're okay with it. We're I, normalizing it in the I sense. I think I think because we just know that his time's almost up. I think me and you and I guess Dylan, if you're here, if you can hear me, I'm back. Okay, uh, I think his time is up. I think uh, this will most likely be his last season. In the summer, he might be uh, departing ways. I just think we just have to deal with, deal with him six more months, and, you know, that's it. But in the case of Chucho Benitez, when he left us, he was still relatively young going to um to another country. So, you know, there were I guess there was more on the bar for him, I guess, you know, because his, his ceiling wasn't there yet. Like, he hasn't reached his ceiling yet, his full potential. But... We already know what he put out. That we know what he's done, and his potential's not here anymore. It's down here. So why expect something up here when we know he only could give down here? And that's a good argument to make. You know, age-wise, he's not maybe you know at, at his form. Obviously, everyone dips when they get older, but he's still starting, and we're he's still our captain. Well, he's still starting because there's a shortage of players, as Dylan said. Yeah, but okay, because I. Because if you have a Henry Martin in form and you have a, a Roger Martinez healthy, you don't think that's the partnership? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. But I'm not talking about the I'm, I'm talking about a present situation right now. And and what do you what is your two cents on this, Dylan? I'm not really sure where this where how this Yeah, started. I was about to say how did you start talking about Chicho? <laughs> in regards to well, I mean, you, you left us for quite some time. In, in regards to Oriya Peralta's bar lowering and, and us normalizing it and us being okay with it, you know, what, what's your intake on that? I mean, Krishna said it, you know, it's due to the age factor. It's due to the fact that, you know, we, we, we see that his time is coming. But I, I'm making the argument that but he's still playing. He's still, he's still out there. He's still the captain. So doesn't that, you know, doesn't he still own some responsibility? I mean, yeah, you would think, but I think too. If you go back a few podcasts ago, um, I, I remember, I remember getting in, getting real heated about something we were discussing. I can't remember exactly what. And you're all like, you answered your question yourself. What he was starting because it's a business too. Um, really, I mean, I, I, I agree with Christian. You know, um, his age is getting there. I mean, you respect the hustle still. I still respect the hustle because yeah, you see I think the, hustle still the hustle. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I mean, it's just, it's just. I mean, some players can still play at the high level at that age, and some players can't. And Oribe Perata has proven that he really, really can't. I mean, yeah, we get some goals here and there, but it's not consistent goals. And that's something that we've always talked about, too, coming from our strikers. We don't get consistent goals from our strikers. I mean, 
I think if we look back at it, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it Bruno that was our leading goal scorer? He, he, has, he, had, yes. he had he had six goals. He had six goals, and mm-hmm. I think I think one statistic that I pointed out too uh, between all three of our strikers, including Henry Oribe and Roger, I think between all three of them there was only like like twelve goals, while the rest of the team had like twenty something goals between everybody. Mm-hmm. And so you know that's something that that's something that's that's worrisome. That's something that you gotta realize too is you're not getting all your goals from your strikers. You're getting it from uh, everybody else on the team and like, right. yeah, you can make the argument like, you know, the ball's being uh, spread around, but then again, you know, you're paying so much for these players and they're not producing like you want them to. Right. Yeah, definitely. So we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at the, at the sense that, you know, there's, there's so more much to be said about this. Situation. And I'm pretty sure we'll have this discussion more in oh, the definitely. future as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to kind of close it off, Dylan, uh, I, I gave Christian this question. I'm gonna give it to you. And it looks like the chat's been going crazy about it as well, but, in your eyes, who is more of a club legend, Oriya Peralta or Chucho Benitez? Oh, gosh. I mean, because I, I was a fan with both of them around. Yeah, that's why you're the perfect yeah, person to, to, to ask right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's your gut say? I'm going to be honest. My gut's kind of saying Oribe. Your wow. gut's saying Oribe? Yeah. I think you're the only one here. My gut, my guts are even, but my heart's huge. I'll say that, but but I haven't said gut, so I'm, I want my gut. I'm, I'm, because you know we made the argument and stuff like that. Then then you can go back and listen to it if you want, Dylan. But um, well, we know you won't. But <clears throat> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's a real argument that has to be said and will be discussed later on in 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 the future as to mm-hmm. whether or not who was a bigger name. You know, right? Because at this point. You know, it, it's it's going to be interesting. But again, we'll have a whole bunch of this uh, later down the season. So we'll, we'll talk about this more. So let's jump back into the Atlas game because it's funny enough, okay. we still haven't even finished that game. Um, right. So, uh, you know, worrisome to, to see that our, our strikers weren't really getting the ball. Uh, you know, they were trying to get involved, but it just it, it, it didn't seem natural. It didn't feel right. Uh, Ore Peralta chasing, Henry Martin chasing. It, it never really worked. I will say this, though. I, I did enjoy to see America high press Atlas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whenever we did, you saw good things happen. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to point out, actually, that's kind of disappointing. Uh, but touching on your high press uh, comment, yes, it was refreshing to see. I even I think me and you both said it, that I think America needs to learn how to press more. And it we seem very effective when we do press. But um. A, thing I wanted to touch on is um throughout the whole game America had uh, 14 shots and it was nice to see America shooting the ball for once the only problem is that they only have four shots on target and only yeah, one of RTC them was in there and only one of them was from a striker which was Henry and was the shot this was the goal so other than that you know the strikers didn't shoot the ball yeah and, and that's what I was alluding to the fact that our strikers were very quiet this game yeah you know mm-hmm. um our defense seemed very shaky at times, so so it wasn't a perfect game by any means. No, definitely. But I mean, it's expected, I guess. You know, first game, the, first game of the season. You know, I guess everyone's not at full rhythm yet, but it should get better within time, hopefully. At least that's but, what we expect. Yeah, and the narrative that we need to take away from this is that America walks away with the three points, oh, which was the only result we would have accepted. Correct? Definitely. Yes. I don't care if it was one nothing, two nothing, five nothing, ten nothing. Um, a win was a win. He's like, I don't even care if we won this game <laughs> because one of the players didn't have a credencial. 
You know, the yeah, point exactly. Is- <laughs> you put it, I don't care. The three points is three points. It's ours. And, because it's and important that was important to, part. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's important to start off the season on the right foot, especially as defending champions. You know, you want to say to the league, okay, listen, we're, we're not slowing down. We're going for this big campeonato. Yep, especially when you see a certain team from Guadalajara starting to, you know, win two games and they, they're ready to call themselves ready to oh, climb to that 13th title. Listen, man, I know they're a rival or anything, but they're, they're honestly annoying. They're, they win two games. They're, they're sitting on top of the table right now and they think, oh, this is it. The, the, the Ligia should end right now. I mean, the league should start right now. You know, let's go. Let's get it. Like, uh, hey, but hey, they're still not ahead of Lobos Bob, right? Yeah, Lobos Bob number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll leave it at that. You know, it's scrappy game. Good performance from our midfield. Poor performances from everybody else. Yeah. Um, Biojo, I think, planted this game pretty well, especially with everything that he had at hand. That's what I'm you saying, know, with yeah. the fact Diego Line is leaving, the fact that you know you still had injuries to mm-hmm. to consider, so pretty good performance from this team, and um, three points. That was the important part. So America walks away and uh, looks forward to their next matchup against Pachuca, which we will preview in a second. So, with that said, America starts off on the right foot. Three points, nothing more, nothing less. So, gentlemen. Anything else you guys want to add on before we move on to our next segment? Oh, man, I'm good. No. Dylan, you're good? Your I'm Wi-Fi good. up and running again? My phone Wi-Fi is. <laughs> oh, the struggles, correct? The struggles. School the Wi-Fi. struggles are real. That's school Wi-Fi. Oh, man. Dylan's always complaining to me. He's like, I pay so much money. And the Wi-Fi doesn't work. Yeah, it's still bad. We've complained about this, but nothing's fixed. Oh, well. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you expect? The government shut down. Is that why Trump uh, fed uh, McDonald's to all the Clemson players? That's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, okay, like, okay, uh, okay, yeah, say your point, but we shouldn't be talking so about cheap. We're gonna, we're gonna run out of t- We're gonna run out of t- That's t- cheap. All right, that's cheap. We'll just leave it at that. That's, that's, that's for another podcast. You guys can talk uh, about it in the chat, though. I would love to see your guys' comments about this. Definitely. All right. So we're moving on to a next to our next segment, our most beloved segment from everyone. And mostly my a lot of people probably are here. Not the giveaway. We're not there yet, but we will get there soon. But mm-hmm. the baby of Christian, our hey. trivia is back, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you who are ready to enter the competition, well, Christian, take it away for them as I post the link. Let them know. All right. Thank you, Ivan. Um, if you guys missed it, I'm sorry for you guys. Um, there was a trivia. It actually officially started on Friday was the 40 points. Uh, just a quick breakdown for everyone that's new or returning, I guess. It's still the same rules. Uh, the question on the podcast will be worth 20. The one on Twitter that we posted every single Friday is worth 10 points. And something new I'm trying to do this um, season is post a scoreboard on Twitter every Friday. So to see how you guys are doing during the season and see if you need to tune in next week to get uh, to catch up um i'll have that up for you guys every single friday um just a quick side note because trivia did so well last season you know the company eagle eye podcast decided to buy me a new microphone as a as a present for all my hard work so uh so thank you thank you to um that was the only money we had left over after dylan went to vegas so yeah there you go thank you to the la directiva for um for awarding me this but uh let's get on with um the question for tonight um, <clears throat> tonight's question is Contemo Blanco scored his last goal with America against what team? 
Oh man, that was easy. So Steckles, right? Um, right, Dylan. Uh, I was thinking it was FC Dallas. I don't know about FC Dallas, but, but oh, yeah, oh actually, nice. actually, it was Dallas Burn then. <laughs> oh, maybe. There you that go. one sounds a little bit more viable. There you go. So, Ivan, if you can post the link. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Go, go and get your question and answers in. Well, not your question, of course, but go answer the question. Answer the question. Get your points mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, get yourselves into that scoreboard. Me Love and me. Dylan have decided to opt out of this season just because we feel like, um, well, we feel like we don't want to get embarrassed again. Uh, yeah. Plain and simple. Uh, just you know, uh <laughs> you, guys had, uh, you, you guys had the lowest scores um last last season it was uh, you know terrible. what I'm, i i dare to say that we will have the lowest score in all the history mm-hmm. of trivia ever yeah you guys had a negative score like how is that even possible i didn't even get out i don't even give out negatives and i had to because some of the answers i was getting <laughs> so uh it was that bad no definitely definitely right. so make sure you guys go answer the question mm-hmm. you guys got yourselves an hour and uh yeah it should be interesting go go have nice. fun we, we we love to see your guys interactions we love to see how you guys interact with this trivia questions um and i'm excited every friday to see those scoreboards i mean yeah definitely it's gonna be nice if i was a betting man i would definitely make some kind of wager on some of you guys because you definitely. guys know your stuff yeah, you guys are very smart but uh but yeah thanks thank you guys oh hello i'm stumbling here thank you guys again for participating every uh every friday and tuning into the show every tuesday to answer the questions it means a lot to all of us here and we can't continue to do this awesome awesome so make sure you guys keep going on that trivia uh journey with us so gentlemen now let's move on to our next segment a segment very fun to all of our hearts it's our lady aguilas we're going to briefly break down what happened against toluca in the ladies home opener and then of course dylan will let us know who exactly they're playing up against next in their uh tercera jornada of the clausura 2019 so gentlemen let's talk ladies who had a very interesting game come uh come saturday on uh on the 12th which was live broadcasted by univision deportes so that was very Finally. very very interesting, very fun. Um, I, I could not race home faster from the gym to go watch the ladies play. It was phenomenal. I, I, I usually get up in the mornings to watch Manchester United play. Uh, I have not gotten up in the morning this whole year, this whole season, and been like, yes, I can't wait to watch a game. Because, of course, those of you follow Manchester United know how terrible we've been doing this season. They're picking it up. But um, it was very fun and interesting to, to finally be able to say, sit down and be like, okay, we can watch the ladies play. We can break them down. We can talk about it on the podcast, and we can live tweet. I think that was the most exciting part. Yeah, yeah, it, re- it really was. Um, but especially whenever I saw it, I was like, yes. It was like, like Eric, you said, you know, I was finally ready to watch uh, a game besides whenever we watched the final. The second, like. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal to be able to watch that game live. Um, so the ladies came into this one, of course, also defending their title. It was it was going to be interesting to see how they came out, if they could come out on top. Of course, some of their big-name signings weren't on the field yet, but uh, you know, soon to see them and, and, and soon to see what they have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to how the ladies played, I will say this. Just like the men, it looks like it was their first game, and it looks like they still have much, much more to grow. But... I saw some very positive things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, just coming out, you know, um, again, I don't think I'm not really much of preseason, you know, just some vacation, then, you know, just back in training. 
um you did see did see a couple things you know that you're like those mistakes especially leading up to that first goal uh which is something that you didn't want to see just going off of the fact that you know this was one of the best defenses in the up and last season so going forward you know just picking it up getting back on that pace of that winning pace again for them um overall though i think the ladies got it done whenever the game the game was over i will say this though that first half was intense for those first 10 minutes to have two goals mm-hmm. right away. Uh, that was crazy. I love it, I love it uh, when we scored, and then I look away, and DeLuca scored. I was like, "Yeah, that just happened. That was very worrisome, <laughs> worrisome uh, yeah. moment of the match for us. Unfortunately, to, to I couldn't on. watch the whole game. I only caught a snip of the second half, but I saw that part, though, and it was um very weird. <laughs> it was. It was weird. Um. But if you look at the game as a whole, um, I think America dominated most of the part. Toluca had some of the ball, but their advances weren't really there. I think there were some opportunities in which JD just needed to collect the ball, and that was pretty much it. Interesting enough, America didn't have their ladies, uh, their lady goalkeeper, Cecilia uh, Santiago. Do we know what happened to her? She got called up. Yeah, but so did uh, Cassandra. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't know. I don't have nothing on that. I didn't realize that. It. I thought it was a color. But I will say this. It's, it's nice to see JD start a game, and it's nice to see her perform the way that she did. She actually liked one of our tweets that we tagged her in. So shout out to you, JD, if you're listening to this right now, and to all the ladies who may be listening to the podcast. Uh, just keep it going. Uh, but they played very well decently well in the second half controlled the game move forward actually had more opportunities cassandra herself missed a couple uh but then found herself you know scoring again it was fun to see them play you know they they once they started getting into the rhythm once they started you know opening the game more it it, they you know they flourished and 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 they definitely seemed to be the better team against toluca um i will say this though to those of you who watched this game and and kind of want to compare it to the men's game and say it's not as fast paced it's 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 very rigged sometimes it's very choppy um that's just the way the game is at the moment you know it, and, and and you have to take it with a grain of salt and you have to take it for what it is right now at the moment and kind of learn to see it from what it is than to rather from what you expect it to be compared to the men's game um cuz cuz yeah there's the game is slow you know mm-hmm. the, the the pace is very slow. It, it it's it's very rigged sometimes, and and then sometimes you feel like you know you, it's like how is this even possible? Um, but sometimes you just got to take it for what it is. Also, the pitch did not help. The ball did not roll as no. fast because damn that pitch is terrible. I, I I mean the ladies, we need to do something about this because the ladies should be playing in the Azteca, and the only reason they did not play was because Cruz Azul was playing that day. So dumb. It really yeah. is. We gotta get them out of this. Take a ASAP. Yeah, we do. They need to go build yeah. their own stadium again. But um, we should have just betted, huh? And, and during the final, like if we win, you guys leave. <laughs> that would have been a good idea. Yeah, but whatever, right? Been a good idea. Just um, seriously, but no. Uh, congratulations to the ladies. They get themselves some three points. Some very good players. You know, pulling up Cassandra, of course, who maybe is gonna loom uh, over over, you know, the other Cueva, Lucero. Mm-hmm. She seems to be, 
you know, up and up. I will say this, though, Lucero had a quiet game, but a very good game. She did things off the ball very well, some very intelligent runs. Whenever she did get the ball, she knows how to shield it. She knows how to, you know, hold the ball up so that, uh, you know, her partners can come and, and play off of her. So it was a very good game on her end as well. I think it was just a well-rounded game. I, I won't say it was the best game for most of these ladies, but I will say this, you know, first game back after after pretentious long vacation. To, to come out and, and score three goals and, and, and walk away with a victory against the home crowd, that's got to feel nice. And it's definitely going to, uh, you know, boost the, the confidence of these ladies. Yeah, no doubt at all. No doubt at all. And just got to keep chugging forward. And no doubt that we can make another run at this. Definitely. All right, Dylan, tell us, when do the ladies play again? This Friday against Cruz Azul. Oh my God, we got a Clásico Joven in the ladies already. What time is that game going to be? Four. My, 4 yeah, p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Mm. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. I wonder if that game will be broadcasted. I don't know. There's no word on it yet. Yeah. I would hope so. I, but I will say I probably not because it's not prime time. Mm. I mean, you never know. Which is a bit I mean, sad. I mean, Saturday wasn't prime time either. If you think about it, for a ladies' game at twelve and noon on a Saturday, that's prime time in the sense that think about it, all the Premier League games have just finished playing, so people are still on their TVs. So you scroll down to TDN and boom, there you go, the ladies' game. We'll see. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but if um if it's televised, though, we'll tweet it out though on our on our Twitter. Definitely. I will not be able to watch the first half, but I would so race home after work to watch the second half if that is the case. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a classic Cohen, right? Definitely. So Friday, Friday, first thing you do before you hit the club, you got to go out and you got to make sure you tweet out hashtag Lady Aguilas. Make sure these ladies know that we are supporting them. They know about us. I know they know about us because JD liked our tweet. You know? She, she, and so does Cassandra. Mm-hmm. And Cassandra too? Yeah, she has before. Oh my goodness. So look at that. So the ladies know about us. Make sure they know even more by showing our support. Hashtag Lady Aguilas. Make sure you guys do tweet that out live. And make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. At Eagle Eye Podcast. Because, of course, Mm -hmm. hey, we're doing giveaways. Not just a 500 one. But we're going to be talking to you guys about a 600 giveaway as well. And would you look at that? We are now at 630 followers. So now we're all. So 70 more followers. And we'll be doing a 700 follower giveaway. I mean, that's phenomenal. And we'll talk a lot more about that soon enough, but we can't say thank you more. You know, as many times as we said it, I don't think it's enough, but thank you to everyone who has supported us, who's liked us, who's followed us, anyone who's here right now on the live chat, everyone who's listening right now through SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify. Uh, thank you so much for everything. And uh, can't believe we're, we're, we're this, this far into, into the season and, and we're this big. So thank you so much. Uh, you know, we all you guys everything and then we hope somehow we can repay it to every single one of you, uh, you know, with good content and maybe with a little bit extra here and there. So, gentlemen, let's talk and let's go on to our next segment. I think everyone's favorite segment. Pachuca. Yes. The match on Saturday. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited for this one. It should be a phenomenal game. It's America going up against Pachuca at home. It's our home opener. We will be wearing that orange third kit uniform. So that should be interesting to see. Um, and then, of course, the game is going to be live 5 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern. And uh, 
what can we expect from this game? You know, um, what can we expect? It's gonna be a lot of back and forth. Um, I think Pachuca was one of was one of my teams to look out for this uh this clausura because of the moves they made in the chance. I think they had a very good uh chance for window, uh, bringing in very key players. I guess the biggest name would be Edwin Cardona coming into Pachuca, and you know I think he can offer them a lot when he's in form and you know when he's healthy. He's healthy right now. He seems to be playing well, so it sh- he should be a scary player for for Pachuca. You said that about Atlas last last podcast too. Yeah, well, because it's true. No, it's true. These 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 guys. Yeah. Are, you know what the sad thing is? They're making good moves on the transfer window. And we have made zero. Yeah, we've literally made zero, like zero moves. The only move we made was shipping lightness. That's it. Ah. Uh, well, it's a bit pretentious from us, but we'll have to wait and see. So now let's um let's let's talk about it. You know, Dylan, you give me your expectation for this game. You know, Christian says it's gonna be a lot of back and forth. There's gonna be a lot of pace. It's gonna be a good Pachuca side coming up against us. What do you expect to see from this match and from the boys? Yeah, yeah, definitely back and forth too. Uh, Christian brought up Cardona. You know, I, I was kind of thinking Victor Davila too. Um, oh, I know at one point uh, America was linked to Davila, but then uh, then apparently Pachuca. Uh, beat us to his signature. So, but you could again, Davila is really, really going to be a problem. Um, depending on who starts, I, I, well, I know we'll get to that later, but you know, the, the back line is going to have to really stay sharp the whole game, especially with him up top. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it's, it's going to be a player to look out for. Um, you know, and, and then now that we talked a little bit about Pachuca, let's focus on, on, on the team itself. Let's focus on America. And then as, as we always do, Boys, give me your predicted lineup, and, and then we'll go on from there. Dylan, I'll throw it to you first since you weren't here last week. Give me your predicted lineup for the game against Pachuca. D- depending on what happens, but uh, I, I think I'm going to go with the same lineup we had this this past week against Atlas. Um, but if, um, if say, Cecilio leaves, which, you know, is a very good possibility that he leaves. Um. I don't know. I think I see Tony Lopez starting his spot. Okay. Christian? Same exact thing. Okay, so we'll read it out to the people. It's Marchesin in goal. George San- uh, George Sanchez on the left. Paul Aguilar on the right. Center back partnership is between Bruno Valdez and Emmanuel Aguilera. Midfield, Renato Parra on the right. Cecilio Dominguez, if he's still here. If not, Tony Lopez on the left. And then in the midfield, you have uh, Edson Alvarez with Guido Rodriguez. And then up top, Cecilio Dominguez. I mean, uh, Ori Peralta and Henry Martin. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the players that are missing before we start talking about the players that are there. Sure thing. What is our situation on Roger? Roger Martinez. Um, I think he'll be back by the end of January. Okay. Mateo Soribe, do we have an update on him? Mateo Soribe, he's getting there, but probably the same thing. So we have three crucial players out. Until four. the month of January, four if you count uh, Ibar went till the end February. of February. The end of February, yeah. So yeah. basically, you'll have a full squad with the four returning players and the two signings that Banyo said that were gonna come. So six players, all by the end of February, we should have a full squad. So, like I said, well, you're saying to the end of February, but I'm thinking so by the end. 
of the Super Bowl, we should know exactly what this team's going to look like in regards to squad, at least. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is a long time away from now. That is a Thinking very about long it. time away, yes. That is three games, at least, three games in the league that you Not have to play mm-hmm. with this team that you have. Now, we got a result against Atlas. Tell me, are you as confident against Pachuca to walk away with a good result in this team? Mm, I'm confident, definitely, because I think the players that we have right now can do it. It's just if we need to be better than what the our performance needs to be better than what we did against Atlas. That's number one. If we have the same performance against Atlas, this could get a little bit tricky here and there because what you can just snap on you with the finger. Um, but I think we should be able to pull it off. Okay, so Christian's saying they can Thanos us. Um, I, I will say this though: what worries me about this America side is obviously the left wing. If we don't have uh, Cecilio Dominguez there, will Tony Lopez be able to step up to a very big, big uh, game against Pachuca? And then, of course, our striking position, Henry Martin or Rio Peralta. As much as Henry may find some form, I, you know, my his partnership with Rio Peralta seems to worry me in in the fact that. You said it yourself, Christian. We're not taking enough shots. We're not getting enough, you know, opportunities for them to to go at it. You know, I'm 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 kind of worried about the defense. I, I don't know. I, I have to wait and see. It is our starting back four that won us the title, so we shouldn't. Uh, but you know, it's America, and and these players we've criticized them so long that it just seems natural for us to go back and criticize them after a game against Atlas. So I think this is really a game of, 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 of two tails. It could easily be a game in which we can come out and criticize again America for everything that they do wrong, or it could be a game in which the players can showcase and prove to us that any one of them are capable of stepping up to the moment and walking away uh, you, you know, victorious. And I think that's what you want, no? I think you want a good performance from whoever is out there on the pitch. Just give you a sense of relief if you're Miguel Herrera. Yeah, definitely. You want the ladder here, mm-hmm, you know, but it's whether or not you're going to get it. And that's mm-hmm. what worries me, you know, yeah. because I, after this Nakaxa game, you rested most of those key players. And I would imagine it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. So now what's what, what's the question here? You know, Dylan, what what do you expect from from these these players from this team? Um, I've, I've said it before and I've, I'll say it again. You know, we need all 11 players on the pitch uh do i feel confident uh, i mean yeah i still feel confident but not as much as i did against atlas um you know for for me you know i think it's gonna be a scrape by um really the way i look at this and yeah y'all probably gonna laugh again is if you know if i'm in a barbecue sandwich and they put coleslaw on it you know i'm gonna scrape <laughs> off the coleslaw and that's how that's how medicals gonna have to do they're gonna have to scrape off the coleslaw this game especially you know the way the way it was especially the way we're we were talking about it the last game against Atlas and the way we we're talking about it too against this Nikaxa game. Even though, yeah, we rested a couple of key players. Um, you know, it was a lot of some of the babies too. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, every, throughout throughout the season really, you know, every, everybody's going to have to play. It has to be 11 players on the pitch because now we have a target on our back. Yeah, perfectly well said. We do have a target on our back. Everyone's trying to beat us. We're the champions. Of course, everyone's going to play their best against us. They always do. And yeah, and, and then it's a fact we're America, so they always do. But now here's the question. If you put both starting 11s, both teams against each other, do we still have more talent than Pachuca in this game? Oh, definitely. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I would, would say you, I would I, argue they okay. have bigger key players. Yes, I was going to get to that. I think mm-hmm. they yeah. beat us in that sense, but I still think we have the better eleven. Okay, and maybe that's the key. Maybe, maybe that maybe is going to be the key. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk quickly tactic wise. What does America need to do to beat this Pachuca side, who actually is coming off a victory? from their previous Liga MX yes. encounter against Querétaro, which they passed three goals, three goals against Querétaro. Just note that Querétaro had a red card oh. at the 15th. And one, and one of the goals was an own goal. Mm-hmm. So, but they're walking in with that but, confidence. But yes, like you said, yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing we need to look out for Pachuca is uh, their, their offense. They had uh, 28 shots against Querétaro, and we're going to have to try to limit that. You know, don't let them take so many shots because when they do, you know, someone that can go in, you have Evan Cardona, you have Franco Jara, who are very good, uh, uh, who who can shoot the ball very well. So you have to limit those chances as much as you can. So what I'm hearing is condense the play, condense the field, mm-hmm. make tight spaces, and and I guess and break off when you're on the attack, like we're known yeah. to do. Okay, so you're saying or spread spread the field, I meant when when you're on the attack. Okay. So then I have to say that to you know our our, our midfield in, in regards to the middle of the field, I'm talking Bruno Valdez, Aguilera, Guido Rodriguez, and Edson Alvarez are going to have such an important game in this match. And also I'm looking at the wingers. Are they going to come back and, and defend and recover? Because it looks like we're going to need them. Oh, definitely. And yeah. I'm hoping that you know whoever's on the wings can do that because we have – Seeing time and time again that the wingers don't like to come back as much. Dylan, you were going to say something? I mean, I, I'm not too worried about Renato coming back. You know, it's just whoever is going to be on that left side. I'm worried about. Yeah, that's true. Now let's look at it on, on, on the offensive side of things. You know, how do we break this Pachuca side down? Ah, oh, man. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it could be tricky. It, look, yeah, because they... Yeah, oh, sorry, Dylan. Go, go, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, because like, like we've already stated too, you know, we, we've seen some of the uh, final third and the creativity already lacking still, which is something that we've already talked about before, um, including in the past season too. Um, so, you know, h- uh, how you approach this, you know, you, you got to find that whether it starts in the training ground or, you know, just talking and trying to spice some things up, which, you know, we've said, you know, are we going to get it? We'll have to wait and see, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I was going to point out Toto's tricky because we like to play on the wings a lot, but both of their left back and right back are very good. And Emmanuel Garcia and Raul Lopez are very good, very good uh, defensive backs. And, you know, that's something we should look out for. Another thing we should look out for is Raul Lopez likes to go on the attack a lot. Maybe if we can catch him in one of these plays, catch him slipping, you know, maybe they're a man down on defense. That's when we need to go out and attack and uh, capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. Completely agree with the both of you. I think um, quick one-two plays are going to be important. Definitely. Uh, You know, that that key kind of partnership that you can have with your attackers and your midfielders. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Keep the ball away from, try to at least, or limit whatever Victor Guzman and um, El Burrito can do. Because when they get space, they can make some pretty amazing passes. And that's where this kind of midfield battle is going to yes. go. And, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to see Guido actually step it up again. And Edson Alvarez, yes. you know, that partnership flourish again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because those two can easily take on, on Pocho Guzman and, and Burrito in that sense. Yes, definitely. 
Dylan, it looked like you were about to say something. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so yeah, I, I think those uh, kind of short passes that kind of link up, and, and we're gonna have to see a lot more from Henry and Oriel Peralta take those opportunities. Um, Henry Martin, especially, and and go at it, run, run, be creative, you know, try to take on a player or two. I think Renato Ibarra and we were playing on the left, um, the left wing, be adventurous at time with the ball, you know, um, not too adventurous. Yes, I, I I will say be adventurous, but don't be careless. Be disciplined. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you gotta go. be disciplined. Yeah, know how to be adventurous, but still have that discipline to know when one play too much is one play too much. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It, it it will be a tough game. It will be a very very battled out game, which is yeah. interesting to hear what you guys have for a prediction. Not just you guys, but everyone on on the chat as well. Let us know what your guys' prediction is for this game. I will throw it to you. Christian, what is your prediction for Saturday's game against Pachuca? Mm, I'm going to say 3-1 again. I'm only going to say 3-1 is because I saw in the Pachuca-Monterrey game, when Pachuca's down, they tend to make a lot of mistakes, and they seem like the game is over already. So I think that we're going to capitalize on that. So 3-1. So an early goal is key is what you're saying? Definitely. But I saw some way they're going to match score one, though. Okay. All right, Dylan, what is your uh what's your prediction? I'm gonna go back with the two one win. Two one. You know what? If you were here last week, I just realized you would have freaking won the prediction. <laughs> Cause I knew you were gonna say two one. I knew it. All right, so Dylan's going two one. Uh we got some people on the chat saying Kevin Pettis saying either one one uh or two one again. Chicken Nuggets saying two one, chicken biscuits saying two one again, uh Gerardo Alvarado saying four two. So he's being adventurous with Optimistic. the scoreline. Mm-hmm. Louis is uh, our good friend. Louis is saying zero two Pachuca lose, and uh, what I'm saying, I'm gonna go conservative here, and I'm definitely gonna say one zero. I think America is gonna go get a scrappy win again, hold them off. Won't be easy. Won't be won't be good on our cholesterol or our heart, but. America will walk away with the victory 1-0. And interesting enough, if everyone's ever wondering what is going on in the background of my TV while we're podcasting, I'm actually, uh, I have the game simulated. So what EA Sports FIFA has said the game is going to end is America 4, Pachuca 3. That's a high score. So we'll see which one's right, whether FIFA's right, whether we're right, or whether our good uh, listeners in the chat all right so it should be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens in that aspect so we're expecting america to win we're expecting a, a result in, at home of course it's our first game i mean if they scape, scrape off the coastline would would it be the end of the world if they get a draw mm, no because i think you're drawing uh, against a very good side who's most likely going to start picking things up despite their 5-0 opening game 05 opening game against Monterrey. So maybe they're starting to string things together because this is a very, if you look at their lineup, it's a very, very good lineup. And you would think it'd be a lineup, you know, to contest for the title. So I wouldn't be too upset with the draw, but I really do think we should get the W. Dylan? Yeah, I feel I feel the same way. Um, I'd be pretty content with the draw. Uh, I mean, just not like if we like lose in like the last minute. And if like if that happens, then I'd be pretty upset with it actually. But I mean, if it's hard fought, then you know, pretty content. But really, the the wins more needed. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. So 
we'll leave it at that. We'll see what uh, the mood is next week on the podcast. And then uh, I guess we'll accept what uh, whatever was the situation and we'll talk about that. But hopefully the boys go out there and perform and showcase and, and really try to, you know, keep keep that good run and good form going. We know it's not the strongest starting 11, but it is a very good starting 11 that we hope could still walk away with, uh, with a result. And then, of course, that result only being a win at home. Which uh, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be an honor to to the to Chespirito in the sense El Chanfle with uh, our orange uniform. A lot of people hate it. Some people like it. It's starting to grow on me, to be honest. Um, I'm still buying but, either way. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter either way. But let us know in the chat if you like the jersey or not. And they were having a little discussion about it earlier. But um, do we have to start uh, uh, on this whole uh, Pachuca game? Mm. Um. But we'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. Make sure you guys do tune in on Saturday. Uh, we will be live tweeting the match. Um, come join us. Come interact with us. Come sing along with us. Hopefully, plenty, plenty of goals. Hopefully, it's not this EA Sports one because a 4-3 result, I, I don't know if I could take that, uh, that that kind of excitement on a Saturday. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, but we'll leave it at that. And... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll see you guys come Saturday. So mm-hmm. we wrap up that and we close out the podcast with our last segment. Been going on for quite some time now. Our last segment oh, of the night. And that is what everyone's been waiting for. We are here to announce our 500 follower giveaway. And for those of you who don't know what they're going to be getting, well, they're going to be getting A, their jersey of choice from America. Home or away. B, Home or away, and B, a copy of FIFA 19 for Xbox and PS4. So, two big lucky winners. Let's see. Let's see who is the winner. Now, before we go on and uh, and announce these winners, uh, we do want to say from the bottom of our hearts, this means the world to us for you guys to support us and it's ridiculous the amount of support that we've gotten in, in, in the past month. And this month's not even over. And, and, and I have to say this month because it's it's been that crazy. Um, you know, we were shy of 500 coming into the new year. Got it. Within a week, within a week, you guys are phenomenal. Within a week, we jumped to 600 followers. So now we're ready to give a 600 follower giveaway. And we'll let you guys know exactly what that is in a second. And And we're so close to 100 followers on YouTube. So guess what? We're also thinking of doing a little something for you guys as well. It, it's it's phenomenal the support we're getting. Uh, it means the world to us. It, it really yeah, does. And and mm-hmm. and I want to give the boys an opportunity to say what they want to say uh, before we go any further. So, gentlemen, the floor is yours to to talk to the to the listeners. I think it's only right if Dylan goes first. Why is it right if I go first? <laughs> I think you've. I don't know. <laughs> I just had to say that. I had to gather my thoughts. Um, no, I mean, I've been basically said it. I mean, we thank you all. Um, I just wish, you know, we can, um, meet you all and give you all something, even if it's a handshake, you know, I'm just, I just, just being respectful. I don't know. I just want to meet you all one day, hopefully. But, um, I mean, it would it wouldn't be possible without y'all, you know, just the, just the, the way we grew and barely doing this over a little over a year. It's just, it's just crazy. And just seems surreal to me. Um, but thank you all. And, um, God bless. Um, I think one of the biggest things we've said coming into this new year is, you know, 
trying to give back more. And, you know, we've worked very hard, all three of us, in terms of the show, uh, how we can produce better content, our Twitter, how can we do better there with graphics. Um, and it's just great to see all of our hard work getting, uh, being paid off. And the amount of support is really immense. I think these past two weeks, we've gotten like surreal numbers of interactions and, you know, feedback from everybody. It's like I said, it's surreal to all three of us. And we just can't be more blessed to have you guys supporting us every, um, every day. So thank you guys. And I hope we can continue to give back more. I think these two gentlemen said it perfectly. Um, I mean, nothing more that we could say is it, but but right now, thank you. Uh, you know, a lot of you may be hearing that you know the podcast is growing and and then we're getting recognition now and and maybe you know we're we're starting to make you know waves you know to to bigger names out there. Um, but we've always said that the podcast was was never about that, and it still isn't. Um, the podcast has always been centered around a community, centered mm -hmm. around you guys. Um, you know, we don't do this to get our name out there. We don't do this for recognition. Uh, you know, we do it for for the love and the support for America and for the love of the community. You know, we, we've 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 built something so small and compact and, and grown it in, in such a short amount of time that, uh, you know, we're extremely proud of what we've what we've accomplished. Um, and, and, and really, to be honest, it's not even our accomplishment. It's it's all of you guys's. Yeah. Every single one of you guys uh, have made this possible. And I've said it time and time again, uh, this podcast is not, it's no longer ours. This podcast is more yours than it is ours mm -hmm. in this sense. Um, you know, uh, we're just three guys working for you guys is giving you guys the best, uh, the best reporting and then the best coverage in English. And we're going to continue to do so uh, mm -hmm. to see the support that we're getting. You know, it, 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 it just, it pushes us to work harder. It pushes us to be more creative, to to be more, you know, attentive and, and to be more on our toes and, and to show more initiative. Um, we know we have a big responsibility because we do cover America, uh, but we don't look at it in the sense. We look at it as something enjoyable, as something fun. And I have fun doing this. And, 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 and it's all because of you guys. And, and like I said, one day we hope to be able to give back to every single one of you because we know there's been people here from the beginning when there was five five people following us or or 12 people following us and when me and dylan were were, were starting this up and had no idea what we were saying on the microphone you know <laughs> um it, it means the world to us to to have such great support such a great community and and, and you know what at this point it's not even a community at, at this point I, I truly believe that this is a family mm -hmm. um you know and and like dylan said one day we hope to be able to to, to meet all of you shake your guys's hand be able to, to, you know, to share and indulge in a conversation, a face-to-face -face one. It, it means the world to us to, to have you guys here to, to support us. And like I said, you know, from, from the people here on the live chat to everyone listening on iTunes and, and SoundCloud and, and on Twitter and liking us, retweeting us, it, it's, it's everything we've ever expected for. And then we know that with the continuous support of, of your guys' help, that we will continue to grow this family. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. That's what we want. We want us all to grow together you know not us not us three you know the, the three faces that you that you see here the, our objective is not for us to be you know in the sense this popular famous it's it's to get the, the recognition of the community out there it's, it's to get the word that there are medica fans in english that want this support that want this community and, and that want this you know and and believe me or not the club knows about you guys Believe me or not, that you know the team knows about the support in English. They know about you guys, um, and you guys, you guys, 
the people that support us and the people that support America and do all of this in English, believe me, you're a big role to play as to why America has an English account to this day. So give yourselves a pat on the back. And again, thank you so, so much for the support. It means the world to us. I could sit here all day and mm -hmm. thank you guys. Um, but but again, thank you. And, and we hope to continue to see you guys and, and support us. So thank you again. And now, without further ado, Dylan will be announcing the winner of our giveaway. One PS4 winner and one Xbox One winner. Ladies and gentlemen, we wish you all luck and don't worry, do not get discouraged if you do not win. We have a 600 follower giveaway. We have a YouTube giveaway coming up shortly. We have almost a 700 giveaway and, and you know. A lot of giveaways. Get, a lot of giveaways that we have on our mind because yeah. at the end of the day, like Christian said, the most important thing is for us to be able to give back to you guys just the way that you guys give to us. So mm -hmm. Christian, Definitely. without further ado, stand on the pedestal and let the people know who is me. our lucky winner. It's not me, it's Dylan. Oh, yes, Dylan, go ahead. So, uh, do um do the PS4 one first. Crap, I forgot which one's the PS4 first. Um, it's no, 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 no. Do, do the Xbox one, do the oh, Xbox okay, one first, the Xbox and then we'll do the PS4. Crap, forgot uh, which one the which. Xbox one is um, it's literally the first one. Yeah, it's the wait, no, 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 the oh my god, we're doing this live. Are you guys kidding me? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, 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 the one that you wrote in the Hangouts chat. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, so without further ado, for the PS4, right? We're doing that one first. No Xbox. <laughs> okay, so for the Xbox, uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say this ad. Uh, uh, okay. So Xbox is Finta two five one at Finta two five one at Finta two five one. We will tweet at you right now as well oh, to DM announce you. That you are the winner on Xbox. Congratulations mm -hmm. to Fintan. Fintan, oh, I said that wrong. Oops. Nice one, Dylan. <laughs> the next one, though. I don't the think you can get the one. next one. <laughs> so the next one. Oh, dude. The at name, which, oh, gosh. At name is Big Daddy G60. <laughs> <laughs> I love your at name, definitely. Oh, man. Our winner for the so PS4 at, is at Big Daddy 60. Yeah, yeah. Big Daddy G at 60. Uh, we promise you he did not win because of um, because of uh, your because name. of his username. Definitely it not, just no. happened to be that. Yeah. Um, so those are our two uh, winners. And um, congratulations to the both of them. It was uh, completely at random. You know, we completely chose you guys at random. Uh, you know, we piled up the Xbox people on their own pile. We piled up the PS4 people on their own pile. We did a randomizer, and these two names popped up. Ladies and gentlemen, these are your winners. Again, thank you. Thank you so much. I think at the end of the day, I don't want to be corny or cheesy, but we all kind of win, in a sense, when we do kind of these things uh, because it's you guys's, you know, you guys's who, who help mm -hmm. us get to this situation that we are able to give back. But do not get discouraged. I promise you there is more and more opportunities. You never know. At maybe some random day throughout the season, we're on, live on the podcast and we'll do a random giveaway on whoever is listening. 
at the moment, you know? You know what? what? Yeah, we could. Maybe that could be the 600 one. No, that can't be the 600 one. That's that 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 600 pertains to everyone on Twitter. I'm saying like everyone who's like now like whoever tunes in Oh, like to, right now? Oh, okay, got you. To I got the, you. the I got podcast. You. I got you. you. Know? I'm sorry, guys. It would be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. Um, but again, thank you guys. I hope you guys aren't discouraged at the fact that um, you guys didn't win. We feel so bad because all of you guys are here and we're, we're not able to give you guys all that something. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, one day we hopefully can and, and give back more in, in, in just this sense. So congratulations to our two winners. And uh, Christian. What's up? Why don't you let these wonderful people know what our 600 giveaway is going to be on Twitter in the upcoming days? I got you. Okay, so once we hit 600, um, we thought about this, and it was perfect timing because something got announced. So in the next couple of days, we will be announcing on Twitter how to enter this 600 giveaway, but the 600 giveaway is the third jersey. So one of you guys will be getting the new America third jersey, the orange one. You guys don't know. Look at that. Who said orange wasn't sexy? Look at that. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely giving away something else now. 600. We're giving away a new jersey, the new America third kit. Hopefully you guys are excited for that. I know I was. When we hit 600, I was like, mm -hmm. we got to do something. And uh, these two gentlemen came up with a very good idea. And uh, hopefully you guys are excited and ready to go. Um, you know, we're at what? We're at, I think we're like at 84 followers on YouTube. Um, subscribers, um, um, I want to say 84, yeah, 84, 85. Yeah. So once we hit a hundred, we'll definitely do a giveaway for that. Definitely. So if you and guys want a YouTube giveaway, go tell your friends to subscribe to us. Yeah. All we need is to get to that there 100 number. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're so close on Instagram as well. So there you go. Another giveaway there. And then we were 70. No, 68 away? 68 away from on Twitter 700. For, for 700 on Twitter. So there's another giveaway. And I will tell you this much. A lot of giveaways. <laughs> yeah, a lot of giveaways. And I, the biggest giveaway we'll ever have is going to be our 1,000 giveaway. On um, that is going to be phenomenal. So we'll talk about that when, uh, when, when we that get happens. There. Mm. I'm giving but... away my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, yeah. though. Like I'm giving away my tax return. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Thank you to everyone again. Yeah, thank you definitely. so much to the winners. Congratulations to every single one of you who came out tonight. Thank you to everyone listening on SoundCloud, iTunes. Thank you so much. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Twitter at Eagle Eye Podcast, uh, and you know interact with us. Shoot us a DM. Shoot us a question, a link, whatever it may be. Let us know. We love interacting with all of you guys, and you guys can also find us three. On uh, on the podcast as well in in on Twitter where in, where you guys can follow us as well if you guys want to interact with us and uh, we'll get in talk we'll we'll get in contact with all of you uh, hopefully soon and like I said thank you so much this all means the world to us and again this podcast is yours it's not ours so thank you for giving us the opportunity to be able to 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 voice our community and uh, again couldn't say it any better gentlemen anything else you want to say before we end the night. No, I'm good. Um, just thank you to everyone who entered the giveaway. I'm sorry, not we like 
Ivan said, we can't give everyone something, but we wish we could. But I hope you guys enter the, the upcoming giveaway because we have we have way too many giveaways. But it, it's all right, though, because we love giving back to you guys. Thank you. And um, thanks for tuning in. And if we haven't said so, Trivia, too, has a giveaway. So Oh, yeah. Trivia has a giveaway, too. We haven't thought about the prize yet, but it's going to be better than last year. At least that's what I'm trying to do. Better the prize every year so you more got, more of you guys will enter. And there's another chance for you guys to win there. Definitely. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys on Saturday as well on Twitter. Make sure you guys do follow us at Eagle Eye Podcast. And uh, also make sure you guys, uh, you know, keep up with everything. We'll see you guys very, very soon. And as always, Arriba la America. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful good night. And hashtag Lady Aguilas. <laughs>